Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business Podcast. Thank you so much for being here for another incredible episode. Today, I am chatting with Amber Likens and Olivia Hayward. They are the co-founders of the Create Content Academy, and they are pros when it comes to video content. Now, video content is something that I personally have kind of a love-hate relationship with. I realize the value behind video. Video content is king right now between YouTube and TikTok and Instagram Reels and all the platforms that are utilizing video pieces, whether it's long format or short format, video really is like catching people's attention right now. The flip side of that is that means you do have to put yourself in front of the camera, show that lovely face of yours, which can be very intimidating and sometimes overwhelming, especially when you think about the idea of like editing video and all the features that go into creating a eye-catching video. However, I will say that Coming from somebody who was fearful and hesitant to get in front of the camera, the more I am doing it, the easier and more relaxed it is starting to feel. So I want that to be a little bit of inspiration for anyone who is listening to this episode and thinking, I am terrified to get in front of the camera. It is not comfortable. It is not something that comes natural to me, but I realize the value in it. What can I do? I will say my advice is just start and keep doing it. Whether it feels uncomfortable or not, just keep going because it will get easier. Just like everything else you've done in your business, I'm sure putting yourself out there on social media, whether it's in stories or content pieces, all of that felt unnatural at some point and you've now grown accustomed to it. The same thing will happen with video. And Amber and Olivia are going to give us some really amazing tips today to help get us excited to put ourselves in front of the camera and to put out that content. So I cannot wait for you to listen. So here is our conversation. I am here with Amber and Olivia. We're chatting today about YouTube and video content. They are the masters of this. So I'm super excited to have you ladies here today. Welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. How are you? Doing really good. Yes. Awesome. Excited to be here. I love Yay. that it's girl means business. I'm like, yeah, this is serious, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we, we mean it. We, we serious business here. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so excited to chat with y'all today. This is a really fun topic that we haven't really um, dove into on the show yet. So it's going to be a really exciting topic to get to. But before we do that, I want to hear a little bit of your story. So share with us kind of who you are, what y'all do, how you met, um, and how you help other women. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am Amber and you'll, you know, hear me through my voice, a little Southern twang comes out North Carolina here. Um, and then you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. And I'm Olivia Hayward. I'm originally from Florida and, um, yeah, I live here in North Carolina as well, along with Amber. And I used to be a manager at a bridal store. I used to run a bridal store. And that's how I met Amber. Um, She has been in a beauty business for many, many years. And she came in to get some leads. (laughs) And our, well, my owner called her up and was like, hey, I have this shop. I I think it'll be great to come in and just meet new faces and meet new women in the bridal um, 
arena just because she was a makeup artist and just really meeting new faces and new brides to work with them would be, you know, great for her. So that's how we met. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good experience actually, because one of the questions Olivia said to me in multiple conversations, she, you know, was like, Amber, are you branding yourself? Like, what are you done to brand yourself? And that was foreign to me. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know brand. I mean, I'm Amber, right? So that immediately struck a chord because I was like, am I not doing the right thing? (laughs) Yeah, I think. And it's because when she, when I first met her, she had such a great personality. Um, She was just bubbly over the top. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are so great. More people need to know about you. And after she told me about her business and what she did, I was like, yeah, you definitely need to be on YouTube. So I was the first person to tell her like, girl, you need to be on YouTube. And she was like, no, no, there's plenty of people who talk about video on, I mean, talk about beauty on YouTube. And so I really don't need to be there. And I'm like, yes, like you have something to say, you have something to share. You are very knowledgeable in the beauty industry. So like, why aren't you sharing this information with more people? Because, you know, a lot of times when you're working in your business, like you have your neighbors, you have your friends, you have your family, but at some point you want to get outside of those people and you want to start to reach more people. So getting on a platform like YouTube where there's 1.5 billion (laughs) users on the platform, like that just, that's like a no brainer to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was very nervous, right? I was like, YouTube is huge. Everyone's going to see me. But it's such a great feeling too, when you know that you have an amazing, strong message and you're like, well, where else am I going to go? You know? So I wanted to really utilize the platform. I wanted to show up, but I wanted to solve problems for women in beauty. I wanted to be there to give them a solution. So they felt very confident with what they were doing performance-wise, skincare, makeup routine, their tools that they use, um, you know, day to evening looks, but also giving them some transparency. I am a normal woman, right, that uses products that wants to feel good, look good. Um, I'm a mama, I'm a wife, all the things. So, you know, balancing just a normalcy of life, but also like this glamorous side that I just want to be pretty. And so that is the platform's really given me um, some leverage in that, but I have helped so many women because reading their testimonials or talking to them and then having individual calls with them. They're like, I want to talk to you about some things. And now I got, you know, I know my following, I know my audience. Um, You know, I put the social in social media, right? Like I am talking to these women and it's so good. So I'm glad I got over the nerves and just did it because Olivia taught me very early on. She's like, just start before you're ready and just do it. So I was a hot mess at first, (laughs) but I had a cell phone. I had a cell phone and I had uh, the sunlight from the window coming in mm-hmm. and I just started recording. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's the thing um, a lot of people don't understand. It doesn't take a lot. Like people think about YouTube and they see these videos or these, you know, great YouTubers that, you know, after they've done it for many, many years and they think I have to have cameras, I have to have lights, I need to have fancy editing software. Well, Amber grew her channel from zero to over 13K um, using a cell phone and a ring light. Like, (laughs) that's it. Like, it didn't take a lot. It doesn't, in iMovie, right? Something very basic that you can get on your iPhone or Mm -hmm. your, you know, uh, Apple device. Um, There's obviously other um, editing softwares out there, but that's what we used. And it was very simple. You don't have to, you know, spend a lot. 
lot or invest a lot in that way when it comes to creating content. And then as you progress, you get more familiar with your tools. You can add things like, I mean, we've been on YouTube for almost three years now. Yeah. Yeah. And we literally just bought cameras. Like, yeah, like for, that's not even a lie. <laughs> last week, like, you know what I mean? We haven't had like a camera for all those many years and no one, you know, we don't have any comments on our videos saying, oh my gosh, you guys are using a cell phone. Like nobody says that. So it's just as long as you have great lighting and you um, are authentic to your people, you're really like Amber said, solving problems because when people come to YouTube, especially even Google. And that's what makes YouTube so popular is because YouTube is owned by Google. So when you are looking for something and most everybody in the 20th century or 21st century now, (laughs) they're using Google to um, find solutions to their problems, then you're going to pop up. So as long as you are providing solutions to people's problems, they can um, make it searchable content so that they know that, uh, or not they know, but you know, people can find those answers um, to their problems. Um, I mean, that's really what it takes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee, no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Yeah, I. it's interesting because I, I, for the longest time, I kind of shied away from video because it was not something that I felt comfortable with. I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't want to be on camera. And I don't want to have to worry about my hair and makeup every day, all that kind of stuff. And um, actually through this podcast, I have become more comfortable with it because what I've seen is like, for example, you know, I'll get like a one page little sheet about whoever I'm, you know, there's someone's pitching me like, hey, this person would be great for your show. Here's like their profile. Here's their one page. And it's a photo, you know, and it's a couple bullet points of what they do and how they can help people. And a lot of times I'm like, okay, that seems fine. They, you know, whatever, like that sounds like a great topic or this person's got a lot of knowledge. Let's have them on. But once we have that video piece where we're sitting here on Zoom or having this conversation, I can see the facial expressions. I can hear your accents. I can hear your inflections. I can get your sense of your personality. All of a sudden, like that little photo on your one page thing doesn't seem to even do justice to who you are as a person. And so through that, I've been like, okay, that's the power of video is that there's such a whole other level of connection and personality and all these things that can come through that you don't get from a static photo. And yeah, like 
and I, I do photography. I mean, that's, that's one of my businesses is photography. And so I do that for a living and I think it's great, but it has to also have that other piece. And that's why I love that people are starting to get into more of the videos between YouTube and Instagram reels and TikTok and live videos and all these kinds of things. I think that that's definitely like the new wave of social media and as scary as it can seem, like y'all mentioned, you know, y'all did it with just jumping in, didn't know what you were doing. I wrote down start before you're ready. Cause that should be like the theme of this podcast is start before you're ready. Cause that's so true. Um, and so I think that like, that's, there's a lot of people listening today that can relate to that feeling of, okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear the value of video. How do I feel confident in front of the video? So when you're working with or even going back to like Amber, when you first started creating videos, what did you do to kind of hype yourself up and be like, okay, I can do this to get over that hurdle of, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like, it's scary sitting there watching yourself on video. How do you get past that? I love that you use the word hype because we use that all the time. We're like, we're hyping this up um, because that is real. It's needed. And it doesn't matter how simple a a thing would be that you're creating. You've got to be really motivated because that's going to come through in your messaging, right? So music is big to me. So even on the car ride into my studio, now I record at home. A lot of times I record in my studio. So I have a space, right, that we work in. And so both of those places, whatever I'm doing, I'm always doing some type of music. So I play something. It may not be like the best of lyrics, right? I'd be dropping these words. I'm like, bleep, bleep. But I'm like, you know, it gets me excited. And it's just, you know, it's just the rhythm of the song. So that gets me excited. But another thing that I do is I actually go on YouTube. I use the platform that I use and I search other content creators. So I'm watching other people do their videos. And that gets me very motivated because I'm like, oh my gosh. That person just created this video. Their background wasn't perfect. They're tripping over their words. You know, they're saying things that are actually very common and relatable, simple things that other people, you know, get very stuck on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I mean, they're just being their self. And so that hypes me up. And I'm like, I feel more to just let loose, be who I am. And if, people don't like me, then they'll walk away. They'll click off. I don't need them anyways. But the ones that really connect with me, that's who I want anyways. Right. So I'm all about making sure that I can really do that prior to recording a video. And then I'm talking to that one person. That is another thing that hypes me up is I'm not talking to millions of people. I'm talking to that, my one ideal client. So I have my avatar. I know what she looks like. I know how she thinks. I know the reality shows that she watches because I watch reality shows. I'm like, yeah, girl. Um, You know, I know what she listens to. I know how she's a mama to her kids because I'm a crazy parent too. Like I just know her. And so when I'm talking and I'm solving these solutions and we're problem solving together through the video, I'm hanging out with her. That's what hypes me up. It's because I'm at lunch with my girlfriend. I'm having coffee with my friend. I'm at the makeup counter with her hanging out. That's what gets me so excited. So those three things right there, that just, I feel like comes through a lot through my video because I read that through the comments too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I love what you said about too, about like you're talking to that one person. I, I've said that a lot on here about knowing your ideal client. And I, I just did a workshop a couple of nights ago for a group of women. And we talked about that exactly. And there were so many people that were hesitant to 
really narrow down to that one person. They were afraid. And I, I admit it. I was that way years ago when I was first told, you know, to find my ideal client. But when you can talk to, and you, I think two people get in their heads like, oh my gosh, like I'm putting this out on the internet and who knows who's going to see it. I have to appeal to all these people and I have to, you know, what if this one doesn't like me or what if this one thinks this? And I love what you said too, about like, if they don't connect, they can walk away and that's fine. You don't want people that are just kind of in the middle, like, meh, whatever. You want either the really, truly devoted or nothing at all. That's my opinion. And I think, you know, that kind of sounds like what you were saying too, but I think that when you can go into it, like you're just talking to one person, it makes a little bit of that fear go away. And you can be like, okay, this is just, I'm just recording this for my friend, my friend, Sarah, that is my, you know, person and I know her and I can forget about everybody else. I think that definitely will help people to get out of their head a little bit about worrying about what everybody else is going to think when they see it. Absolutely. That is so true. And I'll just speak to me being an introvert. Like I feel like for (laughs) Amber, she talks all the time. She talks to everybody. I think it's easy. I I don't, I want to say this. I don't, she says it's not easier, but to me, it seems easier. I have another friend that seems easy to them because they are talkative and things like that. But speaking from an introvert um, point of view, um, what really works for me is really um, knowing my content, right? A lot of times, um, just making sure you are, you don't have to be an expert. I tell people all the time, like, you don't have to be a 10 of everything. I Um, I like to think of it on a scale of like one to 10, right? So if you were a five, then you're going to be helping, you know, those twos and threes, the people under you. Um, Tens, you know, if you're a 10 is talking to a one that's like totally over their head. So they're going to miss some of the points, right? Because it's been so long between the um, time that you were a one or a two and you were a 10. So just really Mm -hmm. knowing your content, because that will give, that will give you the confidence that will make you comfortable to share. So knowing your content has been so great for me because a lot of times I'm the person that's like stumbling over my words, like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I forget everything. So it's like really knowing my content, knowing what I'm going to say. So um, having like a rough script down, so, or some points down, some bullet points to where if you're making a video on a specific topic, then you know where you want to hit. So you're not rambling because for a person that is an introvert and doesn't talk a lot, you could tend to get a little rambly. So just making sure you have your points, Mm -hmm. you know, your content, what you want the, what you want to get across. So then it makes it easier and you can flow right into your content. Um, Even if you have to stop your video, me and Amber do this a lot. (laughs) It's like our little cheat code. But when you're creating content for a video, and it's great because you're not live streaming, you can get out a point, stop the video, re-center yourself, look at your notes, and then start again. And just making sure when you're cutting off the video that you cut it off at the point that you're like, uh, uh, you know, you're not cutting it off right in the middle of your talking. <laughs> you know, complete your sentence, pause, stop the video, look at your notes, compose yourself, and and then start again. That's the trick to creating videos, especially for YouTube, because you don't have to remember this whole spill at one time and then just ramble it off. You can start and stop and edit it as you need to. So that's our trick. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides 
trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. (laughs) Yeah, I think people don't, they forget sometimes like watching other people's content they have this idea in their head that it was all done in this one fabulous take. And the reality is like, no, that's, I mean, again, I don't do a whole lot of YouTube videos. I've gotten more into like the Instagram reels and I can't tell you, sometimes I'll record the same one like 10 times before I get it just right. Or I'll I'll piece together the the couple parts that were like, well, that was good at the beginning. And then this one was good at the end. I'm just going to slice it together. But yeah, it's not a, a one and done. Like, I don't know anybody that can go through and record a whole video in one setting and have it feel like they, it's as good as they want it to be. Yeah. So that's a good, and I, I was writing down, I loved your scale of one to 10 because I say that a lot, not in that kind of framework of the one to 10 scale, but I do say, I'm like, you don't have to be this expert. Like, I think there's a lot of that imposter syndrome of like, oh, I'm, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. And I work a lot with photographers who are trying to build their photography business and they're all like, oh, but I'm just, I'm not as good as so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah, but you were five steps forward from where somebody who's just starting out yeah. is. And I like having that visual of like a scale where it's like, if you're at a five, you're helping those twos and threes. And if you're at an eight, you're helping those fours and fives. Like that's a really great visual. So I, I look, I'm going to, I may borrow that. Yes, borrow it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to ask a little bit about YouTube in general. So how, like, I, other than like, you're obviously you're putting your videos out there. So if someone's like, okay, I, I've kind of been using YouTube, but I'm not really seeing growth on it. What are some of the things that you're doing when you put those videos out there that are helping to like get views and helping to get followers? Like what are some tips you have for that? Yeah. One of the main things is I utilize a resource called TubeBuddy and it's a extension through Chrome. So it's a Google Chrome extension. And that has basically kind of been my life preserver for YouTube. (laughs) You know, it's really helped me a lot. So I, I do a lot of research prior to recording anything, right? In prior to even figuring out what that content is going to look like or even sound like. 
So I will go and I will search TubeBuddy for relatable content around what I want to record. So, you know, my content is more or less beauty content. So if I'm recording something on like the best way to apply eyeshadow for a smoky night, right? And I'm like, okay, well, what would somebody search to get like a smoky look? So I look that up and I find the best rated videos around that. And I look at what they did. I look at how they titled. I look at their thumbnail. I look at the tags. So I do a lot of back end before I actually am like, okay, I'm putting it out there. And that's kind of like putting the cart before the horse. You know, you're just not really, it's there, but it's not going to, the value of that video is not going to really get the eyes that it needs, even though it could be really good, right? So I make sure all of that is in place and TubeBuddy really keeps you on track. Because it gives you this whole checklist and it's like, okay, you did this, you did that, you didn't do that. So it really allows you to see where you're underperforming as far as the back end. And that way, you know, I've created this video and it's so good, but people don't see it. You've got to utilize TubeBuddy. Um, That's been one of the biggest things for me. And then also I'm like, what makes me stop the scroll? You know, so I want people to see things, you know, a lot of times I started in the beginning of just taking just like regular pictures and adding it as a thumbnail. But I'm like, would I even stop for that? Like, she's cute. But I mean, what are you teaching me how to be cute sitting in a chair? I'm like, no, that's not what I need to see. So I'm like, if I'm teaching on eyes, I need to get as close as I can to my eyes and show that I look. And so I really just make sure like if they are trying to solve a problem quickly, they want to watch a video and implement it right away for that date night look. They need to have something that they can, you know, oh, that caught my attention. Boom, I'm going to watch her. So, you know, TubeBuddy also helps me perform really well with my thumbnails. Yep. Okay, I love it. So that makes me think of like, um, I use WordPress for blogging and they have like a a Yoast SEO. It kind of feels like that same thing. It kind of gives you like a checklist of like, these are the things you're checking for. Um, yeah, so I wrote that down too, buddy. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to look into that. Mm-hmm. So what about, cause like you're spending all this time creating these videos, um, and you're creating these really, this kind of core piece of content. So you put it out on YouTube and then what else are you doing with it? Because it feels like, so I know I've heard some people say like, I feel like I, I did all this work. I put it out there and it got X amount of views or this much engagement. And then it just kind of fades off into the background. So are you repurposing that content? Are you using like reposting it later on or like kind of resharing it? Like how are you kind of recycling your videos so that you get the most out of it? Yeah, that's a really great question because that is absolutely what women do or men, right? They put it out there and think YouTube will do it. So what I do is I take a small clip, like eight second, 30 second clip, and I use that on Instagram. So I take that same video and just take a little, like a good piece, maybe a mess up or like a funny little thing I said. And I'm like, oh, okay, now they are going to be like, okay, that was funny. Now let me go watch the whole video, right? So I just give them a little teaser of it. And I post that typically on my Instagram, like, um, what would be IGTV, but it's, uh, it's not. Stories? Stor- like your stories. Yeah, the grids. I kind of, yeah, my feed. Yeah, I'll post it there. Just a little teaser. Um Okay, hang on. I'm gonna, I want to pause you right there because I want to. I want to back up what you said. You said you'll pull out like a funny moment. So I love that you're saying like. So your videos are very real, which I think is a key piece yes. here. Is that you're not making them super polished and perfect. You are including those kind of funny moments where like you can 
bring out that personality. People are like, okay, this is a real person. So I just wanted to kind of reiterate for people listening, like that that's, that's what you're doing. So if they're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to have these videos that are like, super scripted and super perfect. Like, no, infuse those fun moments, leave in those kind of like little blooper moments, because that's going to be something that people connect with. So, okay. I love that you said that. Now you can continue. I'm glad you really hit on that because that's something that I felt like at first as a new YouTuber, I wanted to be perfect, like the experts, but that's not reality either, but they also have mistakes that they leave. And that's what makes me laugh and actually get to know them more. And I'm like, they're so funny. I got to watch more of what they do. What are they going to do next time? So yeah, I take like about a 30 second of that um, video and I put that on my Instagram. I also take that same material from the video and I will go to like my Facebook community. So I have a group there. It's called the A&O Hype Squad. Hype it up, right? So I go in that group and I'm like, there is a video that just dropped on YouTube. It's amazing. Y'all been asking how to get that smoky, sexy date night eye. Well, good news is there's a video right there. And then I kind of just give them a little insight on the video and my my creation part of it. And then I just send them right over to YouTube to check it out. So, you know, I really just utilize, like, I made this content. It's really good. And you assume, well, everybody knows it's there. They don't. So I really make sure that I'm bringing awareness and attention to that. And also, it's a good resource because if I have a client down the road that they ask a question, how do you do X, Y, Z? I'm like, it's a great question. Let me send you this video on it. And it's me, right? So I'm utilizing the things um, that I've created. A lot of times clients will ask a question with your service or product and you don't have a video relating to that. But now that helps you create even more content because they asked you a question about a program or how do you start this? Or how do you create a website? How do you design it? Or how do you become confident creating videos? Well, I'm like, I don't have a video on that. Well, let me go make one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's more of a relatable question. Or searchable. Searchable too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that also will help you with that. I know that kind of went a little bit off <laughs> what you just No, no, that's good. That's good. No. And I like that too, that you're talking about like, because I do this all the time and I actually do it with um, like Facebook groups and I'm, I'm now on like Clubhouse. And so I'll go into different Clubhouse rooms. And what I do is I will listen, I'll go into rooms or I'll go into groups on Facebook and I'll look at like, what questions are people asking that I haven't talked about yet? And if it's something that people are asking about a lot, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to create content around that. So I think that's really smart because, and I love that you're sending them those video links because I'll get people sending me emails or DMs asking me a question. And I have a, my first thought is like, I'm going to type out this really great response. And now I've been like, no, you know what? I have a whole podcast episode on that. Why don't I just send them the link? (laughs) That makes so much more sense. And it's now driving more traffic back to that core content where you want your traffic to go. So I don't definitely think resharing things like that. And I'm big in email marketing. So every once I'll send out like, you know, a little fun sort of here's some of the, um, you know, best episodes around this topic or whatever. So I think repurposing, I'm all for, I love it. Absolutely. Um, I was going to ask about your editing process. So when you were talking before about, you know, you'll record, you'll kind of hit pause, um, you may re-record something. Are you using primarily, like you mentioned iMovie, are there any other editing tools you're using to help kind of clean up your um, videos before you post them? Um, Yeah, so we use iMovie. We just recently started using Final Cut Pro. Um, so that's another um, Apple software out there that you can use. Uh, but some of our clients use InShot 
or Power Director is a great one for Android users. I know a lot of people that use that. So those are the softwares we use. I think if you have an Apple device, iMovie is great for beginners um, because it's really easy to kind of learn. There's tons of different resources out there to teach you little tips and tricks on how to use iMovie. Um, but if you're looking to get like a little step above that, then you can flow into Final Cut Pro. But I think for the most beginners and basic um, editing, you can do a lot in um, iMovie. And even iMovie for cell phone, um, the thing about iMovie for cell phone is a little bit more touchy. So you have to take your time um, just to get everything in the right place when you're cutting and splicing and things of that nature. But with the iMovie on computers or your iPad, just have a little bit more room to move around and really um, edit your movie properly. Um, But yeah, I would say iMovie is great. Power Director, InShot. I would say the only thing I would say about InShot, if you use that, I would go ahead and upgrade it because I just think it's a little tacky when you have the little watermark on, <laughs> on your video. <laughs> Pay a little money and yeah. so you can get rid of that. I would say that would be my um, suggestion as far as that. And there's one other thing I want to hit on too when you asked about How do you get your video out there? I would say also just making sure your video is optimized. So we talked about Mm -hmm. using TubeBuddy, but just making sure you're using TubeBuddy to make sure your description are optimized. Um, You're adding keywords in your description boxes. You're also adding keywords in your titles so that they can come up. Just don't name it something cute, like getting my face on or whatever, or something, you know, just random. Make sure your titles, um, and it's much like when you're blogging, right? You want to make sure your titles are um, optimized so that when people actually search for things that are similar to your topics that you're speaking on, that they can actually find it. They actually come up in the search bar. So your keywords are great. Um, Another tip that I will give is if you're looking for content to make, the search bar of YouTube is phenomenal Mm -hmm. to get ideas about what videos to create. Because in the search bar, if you type in how to whatever, um, it will come up a whole list of things that people have actually typed into the search bar. So you're like, oh, wow, someone is looking for this. So let me go make a video on this. And even if there's other videos out there, we talk about this all the time. People are waiting for you to show up. So you're different. You uh, are going to connect with people differently. So look at if you, if there's a video out there on a subject, watch the video See how you can make it greater. Look in their comments and see if people ask questions that they might have missed and cover that in your video. So yes, that's another tip I would say. I love that. Yeah, I think the title thing, especially, I know when I was first starting out with blogging, um, that was always big because I was not utilizing the right keywords. I was trying to make it sound really cutesy and um, not thinking about like, what are those search words? I, and yeah, I like the idea because I do that a lot on Google too. When I'm trying to figure out keywords, I'll go in and kind of start typing in something and see what auto populates. Mm-hmm. There was also a website I found recently and I was trying to think of the name of That's it. The um, answer. Yes. That, yes. Where it's like you can type mm-hmm. in and it'll give you like a whole web of things. Like, yes, I love that. I haven't, I'm not doing the paid version of that. So I have like a three question limit or something each day, but, no, <laughs> but it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How did you learn about that? Clubhouse? Um, no, about, no, I heard, I saw it on another girl's um, Instagram 
stories. She was talking about it. Yeah. Susie Holman was her name, but um, yeah. So she had shared about it and I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then I started kind of playing around with it. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mentioned Clubhouse earlier, and that's actually one of the most amazing resources that is like new, and everybody should be jumping on that um, because there's tons of valuable information in there. Yeah, yeah, we love. Yeah, no, I'm addicted to Clubhouse. I just actually, um, at the time of this recording, the episode coming out this week is all about why you should use Clubhouse and if it's right for your business. Because I've been on there two months, and it's been an incredible piece, you know, for driving traffic to my Instagram and my website and starting conversations and helping me meet people. And, um, yeah. And I think too, like, you know, I mean, like you focus on YouTube and I'm really big on Instagram. And I think that like you find kind of your spots, but don't be afraid to try other things too, and see if it's a good fit. Like if you're on Facebook and you're thinking, Oh, I just don't know if this is working for me. Try creating YouTube videos for all and see if that does it, you know, or try going on um, you know, Clubhouse or Instagram, and don't be afraid to try them and figure out which one works best for you. Because clearly, you found success with YouTube, and that's your your zone. But you're also utilizing the other ones as well. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much. This has been super helpful. You've given us so many amazing tips and so many things for people to think about. So I wanted you to share with everybody. Kind of, um, I know you have a, a course that you offer and other things that you do to help other women. So share with everybody about that and how they can find you and follow along with you and um, reach out to you if they want to work with you. Yes. So we have a five-day challenge. So our website is createcontentacademy.com. And this challenge that we have is phenomenal because it gets your headspace in the right way. It really helps you understand like what you want to do, what you're amazing at, how other people see you, what you're going to start offering, that product or service. It really helps you get all the groundwork done and then you can start your channel. Um, And then we really have support for you as well. So we have a self-paced program that is Create Content Academy and there's a group involved with that. So there's five initial videos that help you right away, but you can do it at your own leisure. But then there's a group. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have a question, Olivia. I have a question, Amber. And then boom. We're right there to like, you know, grab arms, link in and help you succeed. But then we have this amazing thing. It's called the Ready, Set, Record, the Mastermind. So we basically put you in an incubator for 10 weeks and we work with you and you get four coaches for clarity. You get full branding, basically done for you branding, which is phenomenal. Um, You get a coach on camera. And then you get 52 weeks of content that's created. So you can start with a whole year of content and it is huge. The women are having so much success, no matter what your business or your product or service is, that is a program that could work for you as well. And so that is offered four times a year in its application. So we want to know it's the right fit for you. um, So you can succeed with it. Right. And so, yeah, it's awesome. So we have a lot. So create content Academy dot com and get that challenge start there and then we're excited to give more support awesome well and i will link to all of that down in the show notes so people can easily click on it um and go check out your challenge and get in touch with you and amber olivia thank you so much for your time today this has been super helpful um i know a lot of people that are 
listening are going to get lots of value from this. So I really appreciate all of your time and your tips and your thoughts. And um, it's been so fun to connect with y'all. So thank you so much for being here. Kendra, you're the best girl. Yes. And you're so relatable. I really, really. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all are so sweet. Thank you so much. Well, y'all have a wonderful day and we'll talk again okay. soon. Okay. Right. See ya. A huge thank you again to Amber and Olivia for being part of the show, for sharing so much wisdom. I had the best time chatting with them. It's been so much fun to follow them along on social media. So make sure you head down to the show notes and grab those links. Follow them over on Instagram and YouTube, and they will give you all kinds of extra tips on how to grow with video in your business. So thank you again to both of them for taking the time to chat with us today. Before we wrap up this episode, I want to remind you really quickly that if you have not left us a review over on iTunes, please take a moment to do so. If you were listening to today's episode and you found lots of value from Amber and Olivia or any of the other episodes here on the Girl Means Business podcast, please take a moment to go leave us a review and let me know what you thought. It's a great way to say thank you for all of the free content that is available through these episodes, as well as to give other people an idea of what they can expect going into this podcast. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.